Breaking news. U.S. news, world news, everything. And where news breaks. We got breaking news happening this morning. You don't want to turn away from us at all. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 1071. Let's go. Well, around here, every day is Flag Day, but today is officially Flag Day, so fly your flag. Let it No, not the trans cult flag. Yeah, no, not that one. Fly the real flag of the United States, the only flag of the United States of America. Good morning. It's going to be hot and dry. It's 9 million degrees outside right now. 9 million is what it is right now. So, uh, And you're going to sweat when you step outside. I don't need, hey, ABC, I don't need some squatty body reporter <laughs> telling me what Trump can and cannot do with the Presidential Records Act. But that's what ABC is doing today. ABC, he can't do that. He's falsely claiming he has coverage with the falsely claiming. What do you know, you little squatty body? You don't know squat. You're there to report the news, not be propaganda for the Biden administration. Uh, turn off ABC. Don't listen to them anymore. Don't watch them on TV anymore. They're the worst. They are the worst. And, I, man, I thought it would be hard to beat CNN, but they're, t- they're awful. ABC is working for the Biden administration. They are a propaganda network, full stop, full stop. Not one word from them, not one, about Joe Biden and $5 million bribe. Not one. That is your story, ladies and gentlemen. It is very clear that what this administration is attempting to do right now is eliminate their biggest opponent. Cut number one, Jimmy. Let's go back to last year. The current resident of the White House last year talking about Donald Trump. This was before Donald Trump announced that he was running for president. This was last year. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. That's it. That's Joe Biden saying we will do whatever is necessary to make sure that Donald Trump does not become president again. And that's what they're doing right now. The deputy director of the FBI under questioning from our own Ted Cruz, who will be on with Jack this afternoon, and Josh Hawley, is refusing to even talk about the $5 million bribe and the stunning details that came out about that yesterday. But did you hear about it on ABC? Here's Ted Cruz, cut number four, Jimmy. Ted Cruz asking the questions of the FBI deputy director yesterday. Last month, a whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report, an FD-1023, in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director Abadi, is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. 
And why is that? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations. Do you owe an obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the President of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, I understand you don't want to, and that's why people are mad at the FBI, because you're stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of evidence of corruption from the president yesterday. All right, Senator stop right Chuck there. Grassley stop right stood. there. Stop right there. So, first of all, when it came to light, they, they've had this, this 23 memo. They've had it for years now, several years, a minimum of three years. The former Attorney General Bill Barr admitted this past weekend he knew of the allegations in 2020 during the presidential contest and didn't do anything about it, gave it over to the FBI. And why did he do that? Because he knew that the FBI would not do anything about it. He knew what the FBI would do. They would hide it. They would obfuscate. They would sweep it under the rug. They would keep it from public purview, which is exactly what they did. The FBI now has been sitting on this document that they have had in their possession for over three years and have not done anything about it. They haven't launched an investigation. They have not brought it to light. They did nothing about it. The the folks in the oversight committee with uh, James Comer found out about it. They requested it. The FBI gave two middle fingers to Mr. Comer, said you don't get to see it. First of all, they lied to Mr. Comer and said it doesn't even exist. It's not real. It doesn't exist. That's the first thing they did. Comer continued to press. The FBI said, well, okay, so here's the deal. It does exist, but you don't get to see it. We won't show it to you. Now, this is the Oversight Committee. The Oversight Committee has what? <laughs> Oversight over the other parts of the administration and the government. That's the point of the Oversight Committee. And here's the FBI, the Democrat Political Police Force, the Gestapo, if you will, the Political Police Force of the Democrats, giving the finger to Congress, the Oversight Committee, and saying to them, you don't get to see this. <laughs> Which Comer says at that point, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to hold you in contempt of Congress. Christopher Ray says, I don't really care. You can't touch me. Yeah, nah, 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 you can't touch me. So Comer goes ahead and he pushes the case. I'm going to hold you in contempt of Congress. So Christopher Ray says, okay, I will bring that document over, and only two people in Congress can see it. And James Comer said, nope, the committee gets to see it, or else I'm going to hold you in contempt. So finally, Ray brings it over. And guess what he had done? He took his black Sharpie and lined it all out. All through the document. And what they saw in the document was the allegations from the guy at Burisma saying he gave $5 million to Joe, the big guy, $5 million to Hunter to make the investigation into Burisma go away. 
Joe gets on an airplane after he gets the $5 million, He flies over to Ukraine. He tells the Ukrainian authorities, we played the sound for you. Jimmy, you might want to dig it up again. He tells the Ukrainian authorities, here's the deal. You're not going to get the billion dollars in U.S. taxpayer money if you don't make this investigation go away. Well, guess what? They fired the investigator. He gave them the billion dollars, and all that was swept under the rug until just a couple of weeks ago. Now, here's what really came out in this deal yesterday. They had redacted, the FBI had redacted from this memo, but it is a, it is a, it's an unclassified memo. So there's no reason for any redaction. It's unclassified. And it's really interesting because in Washington, D.C., they classify everything now to try to keep it out of your sight, no matter what it is. What they had for lunch today, they, you know, oh, that's classified. Can't tell you what I had for lunch today. So what we found out, though, was they had redacted from that memo. The FBI did. They had redacted the fact that this guy at Burisma says he has 15 phone calls recorded with Hunter and two recorded with Joe Biden. And they had, the FBI had scratched that out. There's no top secret information in that. There's no classification on the document at all, much less on that particular part of it. The FBI trying to hide that from the American people. And that's why Ted Cruz went after the FBI yesterday. So did Josh Hawley. Now, none of, none of the rest of them have the guts or the nuts to do it. All right? That, uh, John Cornyn certainly doesn't. But Ted Cruz went after him, and Josh Hawley went after him. Nobody else will go after the FBI because they think back to the old Hoover days when, oh, yeah, we got all your info. We're going to th throw you in the can. And that's true. You take these guys on, and they're going to do to you what they're doing to uh, Donald Trump right now, trying to lock him away for the rest of his life. So Ted Cruz will be next. Josh Hawley will be next. They're going to come after those guys, try to lock them up for the rest of their lives. This is what we call the weaponization of the Department of Justice against political enemies. This is where we are in America today. It's no wonder people don't, don't vote anymore. It's no wonder that people don't turn out for events anymore. It's no wonder none of this is good because they don't trust their government anymore because it's been weaponized by Joe Biden's administration, which, of course, is Barack Obama and Susan Rice and all those people who should be rotting in prison for what they have done to this country. So that's where we are. And that's your story. <laughs> your story is not Donald Trump and some documents in his bathroom, okay? That's not the story. The story is Joe Biden allegedly accepted $5 million. His son accepted $5 million to make an investigation go away. He made the investigation go, go away using your money uh, in another criminal act against Ukraine. And then the FBI covering it up for years, having the information on this and covering it up, not going after him not investigating it, sitting on the document, and then when the document was requested by the Oversight Committee, to hell with you, you're not going to get to see it. Then they finally get to see it, and they redacted the part about the phone calls. That is your story, ABC. Why aren't you talking about that? Oh, I know. 
because you can't make the boss look bad when he's paying the tab for you. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, Trey Ware here. You know. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. What a day it was yesterday with Donald Trump being arraigned down in uh, Miami and then flying up to New Jersey and responding to all of that. We've got that for you. The overwhelming glee from the uh, media shows their true sickness that they have, and they, they have all gone into the Trump derangement syndrome right now. In fact, Jake Tapper was uh, uh, was about to throw up, actually, at the people that he works with because they were showing uh, Donald Trump being sung happy birthday by the people in the cafe down in the Little Havana. <laughs> He's like, I don't need to see any more of that. He's trying to make this into a spectacle. No, Jake, you have made it into a spectacle. <laughs> the the current resident of the White House has made it into a spectacle by trying to arrest his number one opponent. This is where we are in America, and this is where we're headed now. It's only going to get worse as time goes on. So the media... Uh, they spent the past several days trying to gaslight Trump supporters into violence. It didn't work. The only one who attempted violence was the one who attempted to attack Trump's vehicle that he was riding in. He was wearing a prison suit, and he ran at Trump's truck. <laughs> Good luck on that. But that was the only one that attempted any kind of violence. The MAGA people were nice and calm and under control. The new term that the media is throwing about is called whataboutism. This is really funny because they're all all over the media reading the same script. If if you go back and you, in fact, we might be able to find this for you this morning and play it for you, but they've all got the same script. They're all saying, now Republicans are engaging in whataboutism, whataboutism, whatabout, and they're using the exact same words all across all the media, whether you tune into ABC, CNN, uh, CBS, uh, MSNBC, they all had the same script. Well, now the Republicans are engaging in whataboutism. Do you, do you know what that is? No, it's a, it's a made-up term that they just came up with, and that is the Republicans now saying, well, what about Hillary Clinton and all the bleach-bitted emails? And what about Joe, uh, or, or, uh, yeah, Joe Biden and the $5 million bribe? And, and, and what about Bill Clinton having the nuclear codes in his sock drawer? Well, in fact, Donald Trump, on cut number two here, Jimmy, Donald Trump addressed some of this stuff last night from New Jersey. Here he is. USA! 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 Well, thank you very much. Thank you. It's a great honor to have you here. And today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch, a corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty right in the middle of a presidential election in which he is losing very badly this is called election interference and yet another attempt to rig and steal a presidential election more importantly it's a political persecution like something straight out of a fascist or a communist nation. This day will go down in infamy and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps even more importantly, the president who together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits and Marxists tried to destroy American democracy. 
But they will fail and we will win bigger and better than ever before. That is exactly right. That is exactly what's going on. Now, regardless of what you think about Trump, and regardless of what you think about him having those documents, he has done nothing that the others have not done. In fact, they have done far worse by accepting bribes, by hanging on to documents, by losing the nuclear codes. Cut number three, the president continues. Bill Clinton, who I happen to like, hard to believe, right? Before I did this, I was actually quite friendly with him. Nice guy. They should have used him a little bit more as an advisor on the 2016 election. He said, you know, you better get to Wisconsin, you're going to lose. No, we're not. You better get to Michigan, you're going to lose. No, we're not. They did. Bill Clinton lost the nuclear codes, and absolutely nothing was done about it. He lost the nuclear codes. <laughs> the George W. Bush White House lost 22 million emails. A record. NARA cannot assure complete transfer of any of the Bush records. A document shredding truck was spotted on the way to Dick Cheney's house. Can you imagine? Hillary Clinton took hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of furniture, china, flatware, rugs, and more from the White House, and she wasn't prosecuted. How about that one? She took the furniture and the china. How about if Trump did that? you think Trump would have a little problem? <laughs> okay, so that's him last night. No, that's not whataboutism. That's reality. They're going after one guy and one guy only, and Tucker had it absolutely right last night, 100%. I'll have that for you and more coming up. Flag day. It's going to be hot and dry, so stay cool and wet. Trey Ware, KTSA. Okay, it's 535. It's flag day. It's going to be hot. It's going to be dry today, so make sure you're staying cool and wet. So your story, the top story in all of America, probably in all of American history, is that the current occupant of the White House is alleged to have been accepting bribes to affect international and foreign policy regarding the United States of America. And if he did it once, do you think that's the only time the man has accepted a bribe? In this case, it was to make a prosecution, an investigation, go away in Ukraine. But you want to think that he hasn't accepted it on other grounds as well? Oh, I don't know, like allowing China to fly a balloon over our nuke sites and take pictures and videos and transmit it back to China so China knows exactly what we have. Hmm, did that happen? Of course it happened. Did he accept money for it? I don't know, but I, well, I have my beliefs. If he accepted money in Ukraine to make an investigation go away, how much money did his family accept to allow the balloon to fly overhead or to allow an information base, a Chinese information base, in Cuba? Now, look, you're hearing all kinds of BS about Donald Trump today. Remember when they said that Trump tried to yank the steering wheel away from an SS agent? Remember that? Remember? That on J6, he tried to yank that steering wheel away and went to fight with a Secret Service agent boy in the car. None of it's true. They made it all up. It's now been provable that it was untrue. And in this other case, oh, yeah, he had these documents. You know, he explained that last night. Those boxes which were put there by the records folks, the very folks 
who refused to work with his administration for the first time in 40 years. They didn't work with the presidential administration. They put those records out on the street with his clothing, his shoes, his wife's jewelry, all that stuff in those boxes. They sent it down to Mar-a-Lago. Do you think he knew what was in there? It's possible. Is he on record saying, hey, I've got this classified document here? It's possible. It might even be a recording of that. That's not your story. Now, that's the story the media wants you to follow. That's the story they want you to focus on. They don't want you to focus on a man in the White House right now who has allegedly been accepting bribes, and there are audio recordings, and to compound that even more, the FBI has hidden that story. They have obfuscated that story for at least three years. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's the lead story, and possibly the lead story in all of American history. Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, Trey, yeah, I may have to call in later on this morning to talk to about Biden. But I want to tell you a quick story about how um, how I found a new listener for your radio show yesterday. Um, I, I'm in Virginia uh, right now. I was I was at a truck stop yesterday listening to your show yesterday morning, and uh, I had my window down in the truck, and um, a truck driver walked by my truck, and uh, he overheard you talking when you were talking about uh, Joe Biden and the transgender deal. And he walked up to my truck. He said, who the hell is that guy on the radio talking like that? And I said, um, I said, it's a guy in San Antonio, Texas. He said, what? He said, well, we don't have nobody like that up here in Virginia where I live at that uh, they come on the radio and talk like that. I said, yep. I said, this man down here, Trey, he's in San Antonio. He's been on the radio for a long time, and he speaks nothing but the truth. And I listened to him. I told him I listen to you every morning. Uh, on uh, on the internet, uh, all you got to do is go to 5:50 a.m. and press the uh, press your channel. You can listen to it. It don't matter where the hell you at. And this guy said that he liked what you had to say, and he said that he definitely gonna be tuning in every morning. So now you got a new man that's gonna be listening to your show up in um, Richmond, Virginia. And he said he, I gave him your phone number. He said he might even call in one day. So uh, like I said, Trey, you're doing a good job, brother. That's why I listen to your show. It, uh, you don't have to be in San Antonio to listen to your radio show. And my, my my grandfather always told me when a man is doing a good job, you give him praise. And, brother, believe me, five days a week, you on the radio raising hell. And that's, that's why I listen to you every morning And because me and you got the same kind of personality. And as long as you on the radio, brother, I'll be tuning in every morning. And I thank you for taking my call. And, Mike, thank you, man, as always. And the next time you're in San Antonio, you and I are having a Frontier Burger together. You and I, we're going to have a Frontier Burger. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it very much. All right, so, John, you're on KTSA. Good morning, John. Say that, Mike. Is I hope you got that tape because that's promotional material. Uh, we do. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure somebody's got it. <laughs> I'm sure hoping so. Uh, but, you know, it's it's been – and, John, thank you for the call. It has been my honor and pleasure to do this for 50 years. And you get to the point after you do it for so long that – the only thing that matters is the truth and speaking the truth. Nothing else matters. And that's what I'm here to do is just to speak the truth. I do a lot of work, a lot of prep work, and uh, and, and that's why I, I do what I do. In fact, let me, let, let me uh, give you a little something off the Trump train and off the Biden train for just a minute. I'm going to get back to that in a, in a couple of minutes. But he, here's a story for you about what's happening in our culture, okay? This is a school in California. 
Huntington Beach. Beautiful place, by the way. If you've seen the, the Jesus movie recently, a lot of that was centered around the Huntington Beach area. And uh, you've got a high school over there. It's called Edison High School, much like our own Edison here, but it's, it's over there. And a teacher decided to show a gay pride film because it's gay pride month, boy, and you got to be proud of being gay. you got to put your sexuality out there for all to see. Although, I, I, I don't know hetero people who do that, you know? We don't walk around going, hey, I'm straight. You need to celebrate my straightness. But anyway, they're doing it now because this is the month of the gay cult that's going on right now. The rainbow cult, as I call it. So the teachers are showing in the classroom and normalizing it, right? Oh, this is normal behavior. And so she puts up this movie and starts to show the movie. And in the movie, you've got two women, a couple of lesbians. Oh, they're not lesbians, according to Johns Hopkins anymore. They're non-women or non-men attracted to non-men. That's what Johns Hopkins calls lesbians now. Not, they won't say women. They will not say the word women. Remember, I've been telling you they've been trying to erase women. So the new definition of women for Johns Hopkins is non-men. And lesbians are non-men attracted to other non-men. That I'm serious. That's their new definition. So in California, these two lesbians are making out on this film. Teacher's playing it. The students go, whoa, ho, hang on, stop this. Even some of the students, you'll hear it, you'll hear them if you listen closely, saying, why are you showing this to kids? The teacher then threatens them by saying, if you don't calm down, I'm going to bring you in here on a Saturday and make you watch this. Listen. Hey, I'll warn you guys now, if you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. Okay. Thank you, Jimmy. That's exactly what we're looking for, buddy. Good job. Thank you. Now, um, that's it. If you're going to be inappropriate, by protesting a lesbian film that I'm showing you in a high school. If you're going to be inappropriate and say things like, why are you showing this to kids? It's the kids who are saying that. Kids saying, don't show this to us. But you see, here's the deal. You heard me talk a lot, and then it became the big story across America yesterday about the trans nut who took his breasts out on the White House lawn. Remember me going off on that yesterday? And then it became the lead story everywhere. It wasn't the lead story until it started right here in San Antonio, Texas on this show. Why? Because I said it to Chip Roy, and Chip Roy blew it up in D.C. That's how the whole thing got started. Fox News picked up my conversation with Chip Roy, and they ran with it, and they wrote stories about it on foxnews.com and everywhere else about my conversation with Chip Roy. He didn't even know about it till I told him about it yesterday morning at 6.50. But I want to tell you something about it. The White House protests yesterday and their apologies, which they didn't issue an apology for it yesterday, garbage. They knew, because everybody knows, when you invite the trans cult anywhere, that's what they do. They can't keep their clothes on to save their lives. The rainbow trans cult is all about 
perversity. They're all about pedophilia. They have parades with men in leather and a flogger whipping another man with a ball gag in his mouth in front of children in a parade going downtown. That's what they do. And Corrine Jean-Pierre and the rest of the people at the White House, including Joe Biden, they knew that when they invited the rainbow trans cult to the White House last weekend. They knew who these people are. They knew they would take their clothes off because they do it everywhere else they go. And all they're trying to do is normalize that. Hey, it's normal for guys to get fake breasts and then to expose them on the White House lawn. That's normal behavior. That's what the White House was doing. The stuff that they used to do in the dungeons of San Francisco, BDSM, hair pulling, whipping, flogging, I'll stop there. All the stuff that they used to do in the dungeons of San Francisco, the White House has brought that out into the streets. They knew damn well that the rainbow trans cult were going to do what they did on the White House lawn. They knew it. They were well aware of it. And that's one of the reasons they invited them. They expected it to happen. And it did happen. And they weren't going to say a word about it until we exposed it, until we shine the light on it. And then Chip Roy shined the light on it in Washington, D.C. And that's how it made national news yesterday. It is a sickness. It is a perversity. It is pedophilia. And it's in the schools. You just heard it. The kids don't want it there. The kids are saying, why are you showing this to children? Well, if you don't shut your mouths, you have to come in on a Saturday to watch it. Adam, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Trey. I wanted to uh, agree with everything Mike just said. Uh, this is a listener from West Virginia. You are, you're spreading nationwide, sir. I uh, looked for a replacement for Rush for years. Well, I say years, at least a year. Found Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins, which eventually got me to find you. So I'm thankful for it. Keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Thank you, Adam. God bless you, and have a great day. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Your smile says a lot, so you don't want a... That one, soft sell, tainted love. It's 5.53 now at KTSA. It's Flag Day. You know, a great thing to do on Flag Day would be to call our uh, voicemail and leave the Pledge of Allegiance, and we'll play it on the radio. The phone number is 210-654-5155. That's 210-654-5155. Would love to have you say the Pledge of Allegiance there. Just leave it on the voicemail, and we'll play it on the radio. Great thing to do on Flag Day, which is today. Every, every day is Flag Day, by the way. Let me just toss that. Every day is Flag Day. And I'm not talking about the rainbow trans cult flag. I'm talking about the flag of the United States. Every day is Flag Day. And today, by the way, is Trump's 77th birthday. Yesterday they were singing happy birthday to him wherever he went, except in the courthouse in Miami. 
because of their bloodthirst to remove him from the political scene this year. And by the way, Jack Smith, the very evil man whose wife, by the way, has been giving thousands of dollars to Obama and Democrats over the years. He has been brought in to uh, go get people around the world and, and, and uh, arrest around the world these various leaders and bring them to, to justice around the world as if it's you know the job of the American government to be uh, trying uh, various leaders around the world. That's what he's been doing, and he was recalled from The Hague and that job for the job specifically of indicting, arresting, and imprisoning for the rest of his life Donald John Trump. That's why Jack Smith exists. That's his, his, his only purpose at this, at this point in his life is to remove Donald John Trump from the scene to make sure that he, number one, goes to prison for the rest of his life. But that has to happen soon. They are very, very concerned that he's going to be reelected as president. And once reelected, he will be able to pardon himself and the people around him, stop the investigation and the trial, and then go after them. And I have to tell you something, folks. That's what has them more scared than anything else. They're all shaking in their skivvies right now because they're worried that Donald John Trump is going to lock them up on the re- for the rest of their lives. They will stop at nothing to make sure that doesn't happen. Nothing. So while you're praying today and every day, please make sure you're praying for the health and safety of Donald Trump. Because these evil people will stop at nothing to protect themselves, the uniparty that they have developed over the years, and all these wars. And that's where Donald Trump got crossways with them. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on this morning as well here on KTSA. Well, we're teaming up with Kitchen Designs by Giovanni to present Operation Interdependence again. It's going on now through the 4th of July, collecting those items that we send to the troops around the world. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations. For a complete list of those items that we're looking for, just go to KTSA.com. It's brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops right here on KTSA. Hi, I'm Shane Records Act. Details from Justin Finch. He was with the president in Bedminster, New Jersey. Former President Trump was defiant last night, hours after his arrest on federal criminal charges related to his handling of classified documents. We witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. At his New Jersey golf club, hundreds of supporters, including major Republican donors, sang happy birthday to Trump, who turned 77 today. A robbery attempt on the south side sends a man to the hospital with multiple gunshot wounds. Police say it happened at around 9.30 last night at a convenience store in the 720 block of Palo Alto Road. The victim was walking back to his car. He was approached by a couple of men armed with guns. According to officers at the scene, the men tried to rob the victim. He refused to hand over his belongings. That's when they opened fire, shooting the man three times before running off. Police still looking for the shooters. The victim in critical condition 
The shooting's still under investigation. School closures and campus reorganizations could be on the way to the San Antonio ISD. That's according to Superintendent Jaime Aquino. He announced Tuesday that the school board is going to vote next week to proceed with a study to figure out the best way to reorganize schools in the district. Aquino says the changes are necessary because there's been declining enrollment over the past 20 years, and that's leaving the district with a lot of unused school space. He says the changes won't take effect until the fall of 2024, and they plan to retain staff members. What's the best city in the country? Stacy Lynn has the results of a new study. A new report has ranked New York as America's best city of 2023. Residence Consultancy is a real estate and tourism group which ranks U.S. urban centers annually. It says New York tops the list because of how it bounced back from the pandemic. It projects more than 61 million tourists will visit this year. Subway ridership is back up topping 4 million in one day several times last month. And rent is back up again as are home sales, showing there's an increase in people moving back to the Big Apple. Now, several Texas cities show up on the list. Houston, number 9. Dallas, number 15. Number 18, Austin. Where does San Antonio rank? We're coming in at number 30. Wemby getting a green room invite. Here's Rudy J with sports. In the NBA, projected Spurs number one overall pick Victor Wimbanyama headlines the 19 players that have received invitations to attend the 2023 NBA draft and sit in the green room. Along with Wimby, you'll have Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, A-Man and Asur Thompson, Cameron Whitmore, DeRace Walker, Anthony Black, and Grady Dick were some of the other names highlighted for the green room invite. In the MLB, the Texas Rangers have lost three in a row for the first time this season, including the first two games in their series with the Anaheim Angels falling 7-3 last night. Top pitching prospect Owen White was called up and took the loss, giving up three earned runs on four hits and two innings. The Rangers continue this series tonight, which you can catch on SA Sports Star starting at 6.30. The Astros open up their series with the Washington Nationals with a 6-1 win as Mauricio Dubon, Kyle Tucker, and Martin Maldonado all went deep in the win, while Hunter Brown pitched seven scoreless innings. They continue that series from Minute Maid Park at 710 tonight. I'm Rudy J for 941 San Antonio Sports Star. 603, AccuWeather and Time Saver Traffic. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Well, today breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Oh, they were at it. Oh, yesterday, the squatty bodies in the news media on ABC. Trump is falsely claiming the Presidential Records Act. No, these are not commentators. These are supposed news readers. You see, they get their script from Central Intelligence or wherever, and they're just supposed to read their script very dutifully, like like they've all been reading about now the Republicans are engaged in whatism. Whataboutism. Whataboutism. That's their new thing. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. But what happened to Donald Trump yesterday is nothing more or less than election interference, and it is what Soviets used to do. It is what banana republics do. Look, we are that now. As Tucker said last night, drive 500 miles any direction you want to and look at your country, at the failing bridges and the people living on the streets and how this country has been transformed in just a couple of years under Joe Biden into what we now know is a third-world country. And where is all the money? It's right around D.C. and Virginia at Fairfax and all those places up there. They have the money. Why? Well, we'll talk about that in a little while. But the story is not Donald Trump. The story is Joe Biden. 
the current occupant of the White House, allegedly receiving $5 million to do what we know he did because he admitted to making an investigation into Burisma go away. We know he did that. And the man in charge of Burisma says he gave Joe $5 million and gave Hunter $5 million to do exactly what Joe admitted that he did. Now, if Joe did that, then I happen to believe, and you'll have to prove me wrong, that he's guilty of accepting bribes for other things like allowing Chinese balloons to fly overhead and look at our nuke facilities and record all of that and send it back to China. That he's guilty probably in my mind at least of accepting something to turn our information and our energy complex in the United States over to China where he has cut our energy so badly now that we're relying on the stuff that's coming out of China. So I happen to believe that once you did it and you got away with it, you're doing it time and time again. And when you have people at the highest levels in government protecting you and defending you and hiding the evidence about this, well, no wonder when you're asked by a Washington Post reporter about it yesterday, you can turn around and smile and grin. When a guy says, are you concerned about this and do you know about this? And Joe just turned around and he grinned. Because what we learned yesterday from the assistant director at the FBI is, yeah, you know the phone call information that the Burisma guy said that they had, the 17 in total, two for Joe, 15 for Hunter, in the five, $10 million scam, by the way, $10 million bribery because five went to Joe and five went to Hunter, he says. What we found out yesterday was, not only was the FBI sitting on that document and that information now for more than three years and not doing anything about it, not investigating Joe Biden, not launching any kind of formal investigation into that. Remember, we were told this past weekend that Trump's own attorney general, Bill Barr, you talk about a swamp critter, he knew about that and turned it over to the FBI in 2020 instead of telling the American people before they voted for Joe Biden that that document exists and that allegation exists, that he's on the take and affecting policy. Getting an investigator fired and getting paid $5 million to get him fired. But that's not the worst part of it. That's bad. The FBI sat on it all these years and did nothing about it. And then when the document was requested by James Comer in the Oversight Committee, Chris Ray, the head of the FBI, gave him two middle fingers said, nope, you don't get to see this. Well, first of all, first thing he did, he said, it didn't exist. This document doesn't exist. It's not around anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. What document? That's, that's not there. It's no such thing. It doesn't exist. And then when they had proof that it existed, finally Christopher Ray said, okay, it, it, it exists, but you can't see it. We're not going to show it to you. Excuse me. It's not classified. So why can't you show it to them and the rest of the world, by the way, because it's not classified? Well, we just don't want to show it to you because they're hiding this for Joe Biden. They're protecting Joe Biden. They're protecting themselves. They're protecting the evil regime that's in power, the uniparty, the Democrats and Republicans who have been freight training this entire country all these years. And so, finally, 
They got access to the document. But when they brought the document up there, they said only two people can see it. And Comer said, nope, don't think so. We want the rest of them to be able to see it too. And when they brought it up, guess what they had done? They had redacted with a Sharpie everything, everything, everything. There was that one little bit about the $5 million to Joe. And when they came out and they were announcing what they had seen, that's when they indicted Donald Trump. But here's the interesting little thing that came out yesterday. Huh. Their timing is impeccable, isn't it? What was everybody what were everybody focused on yesterday? Miami, Donald Trump, arraignment, and guess what we found out yesterday while everybody was focused on that? That the FBI had redacted from that document the part about the phone calls. The taped phone calls that the head of Burisma says he's got. 15 phone calls with Hunter, two with Joe. And that came out yesterday while everybody was focused on Donald Trump. And ABC has all but convicted Donald Trump in not one word about the Biden bribe. Not one. Cut number four is Texas Senator Ted Cruz asking the assistant director of the FBI about this. Last month, a whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report in FD 1023 in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director Abadi, is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. And why is that? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we've received, investigations. Do you owe an obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the President of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, I understand you don't want to, and that's why people are mad at the FBI, because you're stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of evidence of corruption from the president. Yesterday, that's Senator it. Chuck Grassley right stood good. in the Senate. So there's where we sit. Now, he can't do that. He has to answer these questions, or he can be held in contempt of Congress as well. Remember, he's under oath. He is compelled to answer those questions. And they are refusing to do so. Why? Because no one has ever challenged the FBI like what's happening right now. Donald Trump is challenging the FBI, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, James Comer, and only a few others. You know Mitch McConnell, that little wuss? He won't challenge the FBI. John Cornyn, another wuss, won't challenge the FBI. They refuse to. Why? Well, because, you know, as Hoover told them, I've got the card file. I know everything about you. So the FBI can hide and obfuscate, stand in the way, and not investigate the current president or the occupant of the White House. He's not the president. The current occupant of the White House, they won't investigate him, but they throw all this shade over here on Donald Trump about how awful it was that he had paper in a bathroom under lock and key. Wow. You have a current occupant of the White House who, when he was vice president, was supposedly taking bribes to affect policy. And they're worried about some paper locked up in a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago, Florida.
and they won't even talk about a $10 million bribe and the phone calls that back it up. That's the government for you today. They're not here for you. They're against you. They are trying to do away with a political opponent. This is the destruction of our republic. It, it gets no more serious than this. This is as serious as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Back in just a minute, I want to tell you about Shirts Funeral Home. Our friends there ready to talk with you about pre-planning and pre-need at Shirts Funeral Home. They sit down with you and they describe how it goes and what you need to be doing and thinking about for your own funeral one day. And then they show you all the various products. They talk with you about how to design the service. And then they'll show you how to pay for it in today's dollars. You know how inflation is, right? And so it gets more expensive for funerals to be done as time goes on. So you can lock in those prices today. And you can decide everything there is to be decided about your own funeral. That way your kids and grandkids don't have to play that guessing game. You and I probably have. I I know I've been there. Maybe you've done that as well, tried to guess what mom and dad wanted or didn't want at their funeral. And and your friends over at Church Funeral Home will make sure that at that time, and we're all hoping that's a long time away, but whenever that is, that it's going to be done exactly how you wanted it done. And you paid for it in today's dollars instead of the more high costs that are sure to come. Get in touch with your friends at Church Funeral Home today for pre-planning and pre-need at 210-658-9224. Well, every day is Flag Day, but today is the official designation of Flag Day. It's going to be hot. It's going to be dry, so make sure you're staying cool and wet, all right? It's 80 right now at KTSA. Good morning. Still working that truck. Just a couple of seconds here. There's this AI stuff that's uh, going around, and uh, we've been talking about it for quite some time. I started to bring it up a couple of years ago, talking about these deep fakes that people are making and creating where they put a star's face on a porn star's body, and now you've got a star in a triple X film. And they're very realistic. It's very difficult to tell the difference between the two. It came out in a news story about two years ago, and I started to talk about it. And now AI is all the rage and it's taken over and AI is being used even by farmers now to pick out the pests from a crop and help to fertilize the crop and all that kind of stuff. What AI is going to do is revolutionize our lives. There was a news story out last night, 300 million jobs are going to go away. 300 million jobs are going to go away because of AI. We, we have no idea. Uh, the American people are the people of the world, really, have no idea the impact that AI is going to have on everyday life. It's going to be unbelievable. And the jobs that people do today are either, A, going to be radically altered, or they're not going to exist in the future. Because AI can do these things much better than humans can, much more quickly than humans can do them, and they can do them in mass. In other words, let's just take, for example, all those phone calls that you get that you hate all those robocalls to sell you something in the middle of the day or to ask you if you wanted to sell your home in the middle of the day, instead of that being done by one individual with a computer program and dialing over and dialing over and dialing over, AI can do that in a split second. One of the other things that AI can do is from a call center taking calls all day long. You don't have to have a human being wearing a headset behind a phone anymore. Because AI can answer all those calls all at one time and affect changes. Let's just say you're trying to call the cable company because you'd like to schedule a service call. Well, guess what? AI can do that. And AI can probably fix your problem online instead of having to send a guy with a truck and a tool belt to your home. Those are the kind of things that AI are going to do. Medically, it's going to be unbelievable what AI is going to be able to do. 
uh, you're going to see cures for diseases if big pharma will allow it to happen. We we would have already seen cures for cancer and these other diseases if if big pharma were not standing in the way. But they do stand in the way because they make so much money off of the drugs and the treatments. They don't want diseases cured. AI will have the capability of curing diseases. So it's going to be a very complicated future. And uh, there's going to be more of our lives that are going to be complicated by AI. Some things are going to be made a whole lot easier by AI. When you think about the computer revolution, we were talking about this the other day. Kids can't give change. They don't know how to make change. They have no idea how to make change. Why? Because they have a computer in front of them in the cash register that does it for them. Many of them don't know how to do simple math. We see that in school scores all the time. Why? Because their phone will do that math for them, so they're not learning it. Well, in the future, AI will do every last bit of that. So Paul McCartney announces yesterday that they've got a new Beatles song. A Beatles song? What? Two of the Beatles are dead. What do you mean a Beatles song? How do you have a new Beatles song? AI. They lifted off of an old cassette, John Lennon singing and playing piano. And the AI took that voice print of John Lennon, and they made a new song with John singing one of my songs, but he isn't. It's AI, said Paul McCartney. John is singing one of my songs, but he isn't. It's AI. And by the way, the song was not written when John Lennon was alive, so it's not something that John Lennon sang. AI is singing it. Now, here's the dark, twisted, and evil side of AI. I told you about this story, I think last week, might have been the week before. But the mama in this case, Jennifer Stefano, she just went to Congress yesterday and testified. She's an Arizona mom who received a phone call. And in that phone call, it was her 15-year-old daughter's voice with a man in the background threatening to have his way with her, pump her belly full of drugs and have his way with her and drop her body off in Mexico if they didn't get $50 million. She said, I don't, I, there's no way I can do $50 million. A million. I can't do a million. Well, then 50000 So they went from $50 million to a million to 50000 and, and the mama was smart enough to know that something was up with the trip here. Something was not right with this. Although she said, number one, her daughter, 15 years old, was away on a skiing trip with her father. And the voice of her daughter said, Mom, help me, help me. I need your help. I really messed up. Mama, I messed up. Please help me. And the guy in the background says, lay down, toss your head back, and shut up. And then he gets on the phone and starts screaming at the mama, this is what you're going to do. You're going to meet me. I'm going to put a bag over your head, and you're going to have the $50,000. Well, the mama was smart enough to start reaching out to see, while she had him, this person on the phone, reached out to see if the daughter was okay, and she got confirmation that the daughter was okay. They had taken an AI voice print of the 15-year-old daughter and made that message. But guess what? She doesn't have any social media accounts. The 15-year-old. She's not on TikTok. Now, that's an anomaly, isn't it? She does, she's not on Facebook. She's not on Instagram. She has no social media account. But there were news reports where she was interviewed for her high school athleticism. And they took those news reports and did a voice imprint of her voice, with her inflection, her crying, her weeping, her whining, all of those things, and they made that message, Mama, Mama, I need your help. Please help me. Please help me, Mom. I need your help. I screwed up. And this is what we're facing with AI. So when we talk about AI, there's some things that are going to be good about it. There's going to be some very revolutionary things that happen in medicine, 
business is the business world is going to be upended. It's going to be one of those things. We've gone through all kinds of revolutions. We had the ag revolution. We had the industrial revolution. We had the technology revolution. This is going to change business worldwide like none of those ever did. And I know you're thinking, wait a minute, that industrial revolution, that was a thing, man. Wow. That's not going to be snot compared to what AI is going to do in the future to jobs. I hope you're thinking about this. I hope you're learning more about it. I hope you're tracking along when I talk about it here on the show so that you know you're up to date and up to speed with what's going on. But also be aware, like the mama said yesterday before Congress, we're not going to be able to differentiate between truth and the lie. And this year, going into a presidential contest, I've talked about this over and over again, This presidential contest this year is going to be completely different than any other one because of AI. Trump is going to say stuff that he never said. Biden is going to say stuff that he never said. You're going to get news stories that were never events, never happened. And you're going to have to be really discerning and figure out what's the truth and what's the lie. I want to tell you about Foundation Support Specialists, foundationsupportspecialists.com, and they are outstanding people there who want to take a look at your foundation to make sure it's okay. They're experts in foundation repair and in foundation failure. They understand it better than anybody. So what they can do is come to your home, and they're offering you a free foundation inspection. It's not going to cost you anything to do this. And then they will offer you the best fix in the business if you have a foundation problem. Now, you want to catch that early, by the way, so that you can – Make sure you don't have any structural problems at your home. Now, your home is your castle. It's probably your largest investment. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. They'll send out an expert right away to do an analysis, a uh, an inspection of your foundation. If there's no problem, they're not looking for work. So if there's no problem, they're going to go, hey, no problem here. Everything's cool. We'll talk to you next time. But if there is a problem, at least you know you've caught it early and you can fix it early with a guaranteed for life fix from foundationsupportspecialist.com. Get a great deal on select Kubota equipment. For just a couple of seconds here, there's this AI stuff that's uh, going around, and uh, we've been talking about it for quite some time. I started to bring it up a couple of years ago, talking about these deep fakes that people are making and creating where they put a star's face on a porn star's body, and now you've got a star in a triple X film. And they're very realistic. It's very difficult to tell the difference between the two. It came out in a news story about two years ago, and I started to talk about it. And now AI is all the rage, and it's taken over, and AI is being used even by farmers now to pick out the pests from a crop and help to fertilize the crop and all that kind of stuff. What AI is going to do is revolutionize our lives. There was a news story out last night. 300 million jobs are going to go away. 300 million jobs are going to go away because of AI. We we have no idea. Uh, the American people are the people of the world, really, have no idea the impact that AI is going to have on everyday life. It's going to be unbelievable. And the jobs that people do today are either, A, going to be radically altered, or they're not going to exist in the future. Because AI can do these things much better than humans can, much more quickly than humans can do them, and they can do them in mass. In other words, let's just take, for example, all those phone calls that you get that you hate, all those robocalls to sell you something in the middle of the day or to ask you if you wanted to sell your home in the middle of the day. Instead of that being done by one individual with a computer program and dialing over and dialing over and dialing over, AI can do that in a split second. 
One of the other things that AI can do is from a call center, taking calls all day long. You don't have to have a human being wearing a headset behind a phone anymore because AI can answer all those calls all at one time and affect changes. Let's just say you're trying to call the cable company because you'd like to schedule a service call. Well, guess what? AI can do that, and AI can probably fix your problem online instead of having to send a guy with a truck and a tool belt to your home. Those are the kind of things that AI are going to do. <clears throat> Medically, it's going to be unbelievable what AI is going to be able to do. Uh, you're going to see cures for diseases if Big Pharma will allow it to happen. We, we would have already seen cures for cancer and these other diseases if, if Big Pharma were not standing in the way. But they do stand in the way because they make so much money off of the drugs and the treatments. They don't want diseases cured. AI will have the capability of curing diseases. So it's going to be a very complicated future. And uh, there's going to be more of our lives that are going to be complicated by AI. Some things are going to be made a whole lot easier by AI. When you think about the computer revolution, we were talking about this the other day. Kids can't give change. They don't know how to make change. They have no idea how to make change. Why? Because they have a computer in front of them in the cash register that does it for them. Many of them don't know how to do simple math. We see that in school scores all the time. Why? Because their phone will do that math for them, so they're not learning it. Well, in the future, AI will do every last bit of that. So Paul McCartney announces yesterday that they've got a new Beatles song. A Beatles song? What? Two of the Beatles are dead. What do you mean a Beatles song? How do you have a new Beatles song? AI. They lifted off of an old cassette, John Lennon singing and playing piano. And the AI took that voice print of John Lennon, and they made a new song with John singing one of my songs, but he isn't. It's AI, said Paul McCartney. John is singing one of my songs, but he isn't. It's AI. And by the way, the song was not written when John Lennon was alive, so it's not something that John Lennon sang. AI is singing it. Now, here's the dark, twisted, and evil side of AI. I told you about this story, I think last week, might have been the week before. But the mama in this case, Jennifer Stefano, she just went to Congress yesterday and testified. She's an Arizona mom who received a phone call. And in that phone call, it was her 15-year-old daughter's voice with a man in the background threatening to have his way with her, pump her belly full of drugs and have his way with her and drop her body off in Mexico if they didn't get $50 million. She said, I don't, I, there's no way I can do $50 million. A million. I can't do a million. Well, then 50000 So they went from $50 million to a million to 50000 And And the mama was smart enough to know that something was up with the trip here. Something was not right with this. Although she said, number one, her daughter, 15 years old, was away on a skiing trip with her father. And the voice of her daughter said, Mom, help me, help me. I need your help. I really messed up. Mama, I messed up. Please help me. And the guy in the background says, Lay down, toss your head back, and shut up. And then he gets on the phone and starts screaming at the mama, This is what you're going to do. You're going to meet me. I'm going to put a bag over your head, and you're going to have the $50,000. Well, the mama was smart enough to start reaching out to see, while she had him, this person on the phone, reached out to see if the daughter was okay. And she got confirmation that the daughter was okay. They had taken an AI voice print of the 15-year-old daughter and made that message. But guess what? She doesn't have any social media accounts. The 15-year-old, she's not on TikTok. Now, that's an anomaly, isn't it? She does, she's not on Facebook. She's not on Instagram. She has no social media account. But there were news reports 
where she was interviewed for her high school athleticism. And they took those news reports and did a voice imprint of her voice with her inflection, her crying, her weeping, her whining, all of those things, and they made that message, Mama, Mama, I need your help. Please help me. Please help me, Mom. I need your help. I screwed up. And this is what we're facing with AI. So when we talk about AI, there's some things that are going to be good about it. There's going to be some very revolutionary things that happen in medicine. Businesses, the business world is going to be upended. It's going to be one of those things. We've gone through all kinds of revolutions. We had the ag revolution. We had the industrial revolution. We had the technology revolution. This is going to change business worldwide like none of those ever did. And I know you're thinking, wait a minute, that industrial revolution, that was a thing, man. Wow. That's not going to be snot compared to what AI is going to do in the future to jobs. I hope you're thinking about this. I hope you're learning more about it. I hope you're tracking along when I talk about it here on the show so that you know you're up to date and up to speed with what's going on. But also be aware, like the mama said yesterday before Congress, we're not going to be able to differentiate between truth and the lie. And this year, going into a presidential contest, I've talked about this over and over again, This presidential contest this year is going to be completely different than any other one because of AI. Trump is going to say stuff that he never said. Biden is going to say stuff that he never said. You're going to get news stories that were never events, never happened. And you're going to have to be really discerning and figure out what's the truth and what's the lie. I want to tell you about Foundation Support Specialists, foundationsupportspecialists.com, and they are outstanding people there who want to take a look at your foundation to make sure it's okay. They're experts in foundation repair and in foundation failure. They understand it better than anybody. So what they can do is come to your home, and they're offering you a free foundation inspection. It's not going to cost you anything to do this. And then they will offer you the best fix in the business if you have a foundation problem. Now, you want to catch that early, by the way, so that you can – Make sure you don't have any structural problems at your home. Your home is your castle. It's probably your largest investment. Foundationsupportspecialist.com. They'll send out an expert right away to do an analysis, a uh, an inspection of your foundation. If there's no problem, they're not looking for work. So if there's no problem, they're going to go, hey, no problem here. Everything's cool. We'll talk to you next time. But if there is a problem, at least you know you've caught it early and you can fix it early with a guaranteed for life fix from foundationsupportspecialist.com. Get a great deal on select Kubota equipment. Hey, I've been telling you all morning the real story, the real story in America and probably the history of our country. The real story is the corruption at the FBI. What Donald Trump refers to as the swamp. The FBI has had the Biden bribery allegation for several years now. They knew of the phone recordings. They had the document. But when called on that document, the first answer the FBI had was, it doesn't exist. What document? What do you mean? What are you talking about? We have no idea. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. And then when they were threatened, specifically Christopher Wray threatened, he said, yes, it does exist, but you cannot see it. Here's two middle fingers. You can't see it. And finally, when he was threatened again, being held in contempt of Congress, he said, okay, I'm going to bring it over there, but only two guys can see it. No, that's not how this is going to work. The committee needs to see it. So when he brought it over, he had taken a Sharpie to it and deleted a bunch of stuff. But they did leave in the part about the $5 million bribe to Joe and $5 million over to Hunter. But guess what we found out yesterday? Well, first of all, when we found out about that, they immediately indicted Trump. And guess what we found out yesterday while the entire world was focused on this mess down in Miami? 
we found out that they redacted the part about the phone calls, 17 in total, 15 with Hunter, two with the big guy, Joe Biden. No, they are corrupt, and that's the real story, how they are protecting one side while trying to put the other in prison for the rest of his life. The great John Hayward is joining me again, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero, Year One. John, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, there was a story uh, yesterday that Ron DeSantis has prepared this detailed plan for dismantling the FBI and getting to the heart of the corruption. Okay. I've been telling you all morning the real story, the real story in America and probably the history of our country. The real story is the corruption at the FBI, what Donald Trump refers to as the swamp. The FBI has had the Biden bribery allegation for several years now. They knew of the phone recordings. They had the document. But when called on that document, the first answer the FBI had was, it doesn't exist. What document? What do you mean? What are you talking about? We have no idea. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. And then when they were threatened, specifically Christopher Wray threatened, he said, yes, it does exist, but you cannot see it. Here's two middle fingers. You can't see it. And finally, when he was threatened again, being held in contempt of Congress, he said, okay, I'm going to bring it over there, but only two guys can see it. No, that's not how this is going to work. The committee needs to see it. So when he brought it over, he had taken a Sharpie to it and deleted a bunch of stuff. But they did leave in the part about the $5 million bribe to Joe and $5 million over at Hunter. But guess what we found out yesterday? Well, first of all, when we found out about that, they immediately indicted Trump. And guess what we found out yesterday while the entire world was focused on this mess down in Miami? We found out that they redacted the part about the phone calls, 17 in total, 15 with Hunter, Two with the big guy, Joe Biden. No, they are corrupt, and that's the real story, how they are protecting one side while trying to put the other in prison for the rest of his life. The great John Hayward is joining me again, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero, Year One. John, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, there was a story uh, yesterday that Ron DeSantis has prepared this detailed plan for dismantling the FBI and getting to the heart of the corruption, and he's got it all worked out. He's brought in consultants, and he's serious about it, and hopefully is only a first step to doing the same to the federal bureaucracy. And I want to see that from all the candidates, You know, not, in, not just endorsing DeSantis here. I think that's a phenomenal idea, and I would like to see Donald Trump's plan for dismantling the FBI and the federal bureaucracy. And then I would like to see everybody else's plan right next to theirs, because that's the most important thing we have to do right now. It should be crystal clear that the FBI is a corrupted institution. It can't be allowed to continue the way it is. This all goes back to Barack Obama. He hyper-politicized every square inch of the gigantic federal government. He realized how much power the administrative state has and give it to him more than anybody else. He understood what you could do with a pen and a phone, as he put it you know, so famously many years ago, because the administrative state has grown into this bloated, incomprehensibly huge, multi-trillion dollar mess. And Obama weaponized every office in Washington for political purposes. And a lot of those people are still there. A lot of his initiatives are still there. All the way back to the IRS scandal, you talk about prosecutorial discretion. You have the IRS admitting that it unspeakably abused its authority for political purposes, and nothing happened because the rest of the weaponized government just ignored it and gave him a pass, and they had a sham investigation full of all kinds of comedy hijinks, like the IRS claiming all its hard drives got deleted, and that was the end of it. So if you want a real justice system in this country, you're going to have to 
to go through this this stuff with a flamethrower. And, you know, every every candidate needs a plan that shows me they have a flamethrower. And for everybody who's listening all across America to this uh, right now, John, let me just repeat what you said and confirm it because this is super important. When people realize what's happening to them, as Trump said last night, they're starting with him. They're trying to put him away for the rest of his life, but they're coming for the rest of us. And here's the backing for that. The Wall Street Journal is reporting now the U.S. government is exploiting commercially available information, CAI as they call it, to learn everything it can about private citizens. The data sourced from cars and phones and web browsers has become so extensive that it replicates the results of intrusive surveillance techniques such as wiretaps, cyber espionage, and physical surveillance. So here's what they're doing. For every American citizen, they are buying the information from your social media accounts, from your car, where you go, how fast you drive, where you turn left and right, and so on and so forth. And they're downloading this into a massive database. Now, why would they be doing that? Oh, but they want to be your friend. That's why. No. No, they want to come after the political opposition like what they're trying to do with Donald Trump right now. If you're the political opposition, let's just say you happen to put on a MAGA hat or you vote for Ron DeSantis or whatever, then they're going to come after you. This is why it matters to every American, right, John? Indeed. And, you know, I have to, to say, I've read these indictments. I think President Trump did some things that are, were bad ideas. Mm-hmm. I think he's in real legal trouble here. So he gave them a pretty big club to beat him with. Mm-hmm. But it is still an issue that they're swinging that club with the kind of energy that they are. And more importantly, I think the real issue is that people with the right party card in their pockets don't have to worry. They never get investigated. They never get indicted. They can get away with anything. That's the real problem. And that's what we, we have to address. And when it comes to that information you're talking about them collecting, remember we've seen from many years, and especially since 2016 when Trump won the election, that this government has no problem with leaking all kinds of confidential information to the press in order to gin up stories against its political opponents and people it doesn't like. If you're a parent that objected to pornography in schools, they declared you to be a worse terrorist threat than Al-Qaeda, and there's nothing about you that they would not happily link to their media pals in order to, to, get, to get at you, in order to get you done. So remember, any information they harvest on you is going to be used at the very least to strategically mold media coverage, and then that media coverage influences government agencies, and they say, oh, well, the media says you're al-Qaeda, so I guess we better get India here. You know, I have no doubt in my mind that Donald Trump gave them every bullet for every gun. I'm talking about the prosecutor and Jack Smith to be used against himself. And I saw the indictment myself. And if any of this stuff is true, he's got some trouble he's going to have to deal with. But the point about all this is they are clearly going after a political rival, trying to put him in prison probably for the rest of his life, he's turning 77 today, so that they don't have a, 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 an opposition to, to the Uniparty that's in Washington, D.C. right now, so they can carry on with uh, you know, business as it's always been done. I, I think that's, that, that's even a, a bigger story than what's going on with Donald Trump. They refuse to lift a finger to go after their side. As you said, if you you know, check the right box, well, then you're, you're going to be okay, even if it means you accepted a $5 million bribe to go make an investigation go away and then brag about it. You know, we all seen the video of him bragging about it. How many other bribes has this man accepted? Did he accept a bribe from China to allow a balloon to fly over our nuke sites and take pictures? I'd sure like to know that. Chances are we'll never find out. 
Well, and back when the FBI gave Hillary Clinton her free pass, they explicitly said it was because she was a political candidate and they felt like indicting her wouldn't interfere or meddle in the election or something. But it's funny how that disappears when the candidate isn't a Democrat. That, that's not a consideration unless the candidate is a Democrat. And that's not a double standard we should put up with. Never, ever. Thank you, John. Appreciate it so much. John Hayward, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One. And he's absolutely right. This is a fight for our republic. That's what this is about, the republic of the United States being dissolved by these deep staters in Washington, D.C. I want to talk about Amogee Bank. Uh, my great friend, David McGee, is the president of Amogee Bank here in San Antonio. And, yeah, if you'd like to have a conversation with him, you bet you can. He doesn't live in some ivory tower somewhere far removed from their clients. Um, he's ready to help you. All of his bankers are ready to help you, and they are very experienced, very knowledgeable on business and the business climate in Texas. Now, things are a little murky as far as business is concerned right now. And so if you're looking for outstanding family business advice for the state of Texas and beyond, you can simply go do no wrong uh, by visiting with our friends over at Amogee Bank. They're brilliant when it comes to this. Not only do they have all the money to help supply for you that you need for your business, uh, they have more than $12 billion in assets. They're strong and firm and solid and sound. They have 80 branch locations around so you can get to them if that's how you choose to do business. But really, seriously, they can really help you with the business advice that you need for your family-run business to be a success. It can be a whole lot of fun to be in a family-run business as well, and Amogee will show you the fun side of it, too. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Trey Ware here, and right now at the Uvalco... Six for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Chrissy Hines and the Pretenders. I'm in the middle of the road. You think that's where I am? <laughs> in the middle of the road? I hope not. It's 6.51 now at KTSA for Flag Day and the U.S. Army birthday today. It'd be a great thing if you would call us and say the Pledge of Allegiance on our voicemail system. You just record it at 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. If you've listened to the show, you've heard caller Mike. He's our truck driver friend. He calls in uh, quite frequently. It's great to, to hear from him. Today's in Virginia. He called a little bit earlier. This is what he had to say. Yeah, Trey. Yeah, I may have to call in later on this morning to talk to about Biden. But I want to tell you a quick story about how um, how I found a new listener for your radio show yesterday. Uh, I, I'm in Virginia uh, right now. I was I was at a truck stop yesterday listening to your show yesterday morning, and uh, I had my window down in the truck, and um, a truck driver walked by my truck, and uh, he overheard you talking when you was talking about uh, Joe Biden and the transgender deal. And he walked up to my truck. He said, who the hell is that guy on the radio talking like that? And I said, um, I said it's a guy in San Antonio, Texas. He said, what? He said, well, we don't have nobody like that up here in Virginia where I live at. That uh, they come on the radio and talk like that. I said, "Yep." I said, "This man down here, Trey, he's in San Antonio. He's been on the radio for a long time, and he speaks nothing but the truth." And I listened to him. I told him I listen to you every morning uh, on uh, on the internet. Uh, all you got to do is go to 5:50 a.m. and press the uh, press your channel. You can listen to it. It don't matter where the hell you at. And this guy said that he liked what you had to say, and he said that he definitely gonna be tuning in every morning. So now you got a new man that's going to be listening to your show up in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And he said, I gave him your phone number. He said he might even call in one day. 
So, like I said, Trey, you're doing a good job, brother. That's why I listen to your show. It, uh, you don't have to be in San Antonio to listen to your radio show. And my, my, my grandfather always told me when a man is doing a good job, you give him praise. And, brother, believe me, five days a week, you on the radio raising hell. And that's, that's why I listen to you every morning. All right. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that very much. I appreciate you being here. And I'm glad that people are picking up on the show across the country. It calls from Oklahoma and Ohio and California and Florida and other states as well. And I appreciate that very much. Yes, you can listen on the Internet. A- Adam called right after that. Adam, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Trey. I wanted to uh, agree with everything Mike just said. Uh, this is a listener from West Virginia. You are you're spreading nationwide, sir. I uh, looked for a replacement for Rush for years. Well, I say years, at least a year, found Markley Van Camp and Robbins, which eventually got me to find you. So I'm thankful for it. Keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Thank Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let me go to Jason. Uh, Jason, you're on line one. Go right ahead, man. Good morning, Jason. Morning, Trey. Great show. Hey, you're you're spot on, Trey. Every time they start closing in on Biden and Tuck wins a dental, then, then they drop something on Trump. There's two things. Obviously, Trump's the biggest threat. That's why they're going after it. But it also, it's twofold. It deflects everything from the Biden. Uh, these guys are very savvy. They know what they're doing. The day Trump took office, their number one target was Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn, was, he's got the intelligence background, how all this stuff works. He was a threat. He would uncover the DOJ, FBI in a heartbeat. Okay? That's why they went after him initially. This is a concerted effort. Uh, we can't give up the fight, but I'm going to tell you, I firmly believe all of it's going to backfire. The American public, who the Democrats think are dumb, are actually very smart folks. They're going to see this. Best thing we can do for Trump is pray for him. Absolutely right. Pray for him and support him. He doesn't have these big corporate donors because they're lined up behind Joe Biden. Thank you for the call, Jason. He's going to have to have support. And if you believe in what he's doing and if you believe his fight that he is involved in, if you believe in him standing up against the evil uh, empire, as it were, and that's what that's exactly what they are, uh, then, you know, uh, let go of some cash because he's going to have to have it to continue this fight. He's trying to find some attorneys that are going to work with him. He's going to have to pay them a lot of money. Cut number three here, Jimmy. This is what Donald Trump had to say last night, part of his press conference after he was arraigned in Miami. Bill Clinton, who I happen to like hard to believe, right? Before I did this, I was actually quite friendly with him. Nice guy. They should have used him a little bit more as an advisor on the 2016 election. He said, you know, you better get to Wisconsin. You're going to lose. No, we're not. You better get to Michigan. You're going to lose. No, we're not. They did. Bill Clinton lost the nuclear codes and absolutely nothing was done about it. He lost the nuclear codes. The George W. Bush White House lost 22 million emails. A record. NARA cannot assure complete transfer of any of the Bush records. A document shredding truck was spotted on the way to Dick Cheney's house. Can you imagine? Hillary Clinton took hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of furniture, china, flatware, rugs, and more from the White House. And she wasn't prosecuted. How about that one? She took the furniture and the china. How about if Trump did that? Do you think Trump would have a little problem? Now, here's the deal. So whatever's in this indictment, and I've read through the indictment, whatever is there, and some of it does seem pretty damning about uh, Donald Trump, 
Um, the the point here is that they are totally ignoring the other side. And now they put out this information, misinformation, that Republicans, all they want to talk about is, what about isms? Have you, have you seen this now? What about isms? They're all talking about it. They're all reading the same script, whether it's CNN, ABC, CBS, MSNBC. They all have the same script. They're saying the exact same words, that Republicans are involved in what about isms. No. It's not about what about ism. It is about equal application of the law, and you're not seeing that right now. You're seeing a banana republic that is being run, run into the ground, by the way, from these organizations that are going to lock up Donald Trump for the rest of his life and not touch these other very corrupt criminals that are at the highest level of our government. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA? Hi, Danny Bowes here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems.